Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Keep On Going. So I want to do a brief recap before we keep moving forward here. So in the last episode, Wisdom, we went over how to discern the difference between your inner wisdom and the fearful voice of the ego. We talked about the ego's charge to keep you safe by keeping you small. You know, really even keeping you from doing anything that takes you out of your comfort zone, right? Keeps you stuck in the negative, in patterns that are familiar, right? And to to allow your ego to drive is to let fear lead, you know, and when you break it down and look at it in its most basic form, it really doesn't make sense to, to make the choice of having the ego run your show. And I really hope you agree because seriously, we need love more than ever. And if fear is leading the show in your head, you can just think about the ripple because there is a ripple. And when you choose to take a deep breath instead of acting on the urge to lash out or attack or defend, you're not just changing the course of your own day. You're also changing the course of the day of everyone you interact with and probably who they interact with as well. You know, I tend to believe that that ripple just keeps on going. Yeah. So be the change you want to see in the world starts right here in this moment. Choosing not to let the the ego lead. You know, reaction is ego 100% of the time because love doesn't react. Love responds. Yeah. So instead of going with that initial comeback, you know, take a deep breath instead and ask yourself, what would love do? What would love do here? So last time I mentioned the ego has a thousand and one plus tricks to keep you small. And I briefly mentioned the spotlight effect, which is the tool the ego uses to like frighten you from any forward movement by exacerbating your fears and doubts until you abandon whatever idea you had altogether, right? And it has nothing to do with whether or not it was a good idea, only that it's new. Yeah, it's a new idea, that it's different, that it's unfamiliar, right? could very well be the best idea you ever had and your ego is going to respond with nah (laughs) yeah so when you become aware of the ego's tricks it becomes a lot easier to disregard them and continue on your path right but it has a lot of tricks yeah and so when one doesn't work, it's going to pick up the next one. So I want to, I want to tell you about all these tricks, <laughs> all the ones I know, so that you can recognize them 
and move on and move forward to be your best self. And this happens a lot when you sit in meditation, if you've ever tried. Your mind will throw out all the distractions to keep you from connecting with your deepest self, the truth, the wisdom within. So the ancient story of the Buddha sitting all those days under the Bodhi tree and Mara, who could also be referred to as illusion or ego, came to him over and over offering every possible hook to lure this young man away from his awakening. Yeah, but he was determined and he would consider each thing that was brought before him. He would consider it with a deep sense of curiosity. And he offered every bit of it up to his wisdom, his inner wisdom. Yeah, he didn't run away from it. He didn't resist it. He looked at it head on to see what it was what it was really made of. That's my dog. There must be somebody at the door, but I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I'm finish this. So what was I saying? Buddha. Yeah. So he offered each thing up for, for wisdom to decide. Yeah. So he wasn't afraid, right? He said, bring it on. Show me what you got. And let me see if it stands the test of my inner wisdom, right? Bring it on. And it all fell away into the nothingness from which it came because it could not withstand truth, right? It wasn't truth. So let's talk about another trick that the ego uses and... This is a big one, and I'm going to call it uh, stuck in hell <laughs> because that's just the first thing I thought of. Um, and it's when you find yourself stuck in what's not right, right? Which is, cu- which is basically cutting you off from seeing what is right, right? So cutting you off from seeing what's going right in your world, Right by focusing on what's not right, what's the problem. Or finding yourself so caught up in the problem that you can't see the solution. You know, I mean, it's kind of amazing how powerfully alluring the problem can be and how easy it is to get trapped there. Have you ever heard of the Einstein, I love Einstein, is saying, um, how's it go? You can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. I think that's it. Yeah. And this is so true. You know, problem-centered thinking is not creative. It's destructive, actually. It leads you to nowhere land. Yeah. Solution-based thinking is totally creative. Yeah. It's, you know, it's creativity at the wheel, right? Solution-based thinking is, you know, 
it's it's expanding your mind to open up in new ways, you know, so that you can look at look at the issue from multiple perspectives to find an answer, right? You're exploring, you're finding out. You know, you see why the ego would want to shut that down <laughs> right away, right? Because you're exploring. You're opening up to your expansive nature. Yeah. So if the if the glass is half empty, you're near the end, right? It's an end game. There's an end game. You've only got this much to go, and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. That's the ego's ploy, too. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because the ego limits our life to this body, and the end is death. It's over. Yeah, it's, that's the end. And if the, if the glass is half full, well, there's plenty left, right? The sky's the limit. <laughs> yeah, there's, there could be so much more out there. It's not done. It's not the end, right? Yeah. So it's about a shift out of fear back to love. <laughs> Instead of believing, oh yeah, well, this is the end. I mean, you don't have to believe in, in God, but you could you know, open it up a little bit and go, huh, could there be more than the end of this body? And there even is, even if you look at matter, matter is constantly changing, right? We go back to the earth and we start and we get transformed into something else. It, it's expansive. It keeps going. It all keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. The ego is afraid of the unknown. Yeah. Because it perceives the unknown is unsafe. But that doesn't mean it is. So stuck in hell comes in many forms. It could be that you're stuck in a negative thought pattern about not being good enough, right? Which has the potential to keep you from doing anything at all, ever. <laughs> it can. It can go that far to keep you stuck in the same place over and over and over again because you're just not good enough to try something new, right? Or it could be a, a codependent pattern that you have with your partner that keeps you caught in a negative emotional loop, right? A roller coaster or a loop that just keeps coming round and round, you know, fight back to making up, fight back, same fight, you know. Um, it could be that you're, you know, stuck in reliving negative events from your past, right? That keeps you distracted from moving forward, right? You're identifying with what happened to you before or your resentments about what happened or what your parents didn't do and how they weren't there or all the things that, you know, are valid, but it just keeps you stuck, right? To dwell there. Yeah. And for some, it's getting caught up in the negative state of the world and the planet, you know, watching the news and dwelling on what's wrong, right? Instead of um, being part of the solution, right? And some people would say at this point, um, you know, what's the point anyway? You know, <laughs> what could I do? 
right? Well, let's talk about that. Because when you're spending your life complaining, do you think that you're adding value to this life experience, to the world, to everything that we're co-creating, right? Do you think you're adding value by complaining? No, come on, (laughs) right? In fact, it kind of brings the whole thing down and everybody around you, right? It's kind of a bummer. You know, it's actually destructive. So what can you do that might be better than that? (laughs) Well, it doesn't take much, right, to start a ripple. Small acts of kindness, right? Instead of criticizing... You know, how, how maybe, how, how people are doing it, right? Step up and do something about it yourself. Write a letter, join a group, be proactive. I don't know. Or something as small as, you know, um, smiling at a stranger, right? Buying somebody's groceries who's struggling to feed their kids, right? Telling somebody how much you appreciate them for their work, right? Make their day. Adopt a kid that needs a home. Adopt an animal that needs a home, right? And give them all your love, right? Listen to a friend that's hurting. Write somebody a letter. Make their day, right? Recycle. There are a ton of things you could do that would contribute to positive change. You know, and it does make a difference to hold the door open for a stranger, Or to stop and say thank you when somebody holds the door open for you, right? To wave at the person who lets you in in traffic, right? (laughs) Yeah. It offers hope rather than hopelessness. So, my friend, when you find yourself stuck in a negative spin cycle... Or, you know, you're facing some kind of difficulty or an uncomfortable situation, right? Maybe something comes up in your life or in your relationship or maybe there's a conflict at work or your kid's acting out, etc., etc. Any of the things (laughs) will do. Instead of avoiding it or, you know, fighting it or lashing out or focusing on how bad it is or making that person bad, (laughs) or wrong, or making yourself bad or wrong, right? Realize that there's a light on the other side. You just have to make your way through it, right? Have you heard the saying? (laughs) Got all these sayings today. They just keep coming on. If you find yourself in hell, keep on going. Yeah. This is great advice, right? Hell isn't the end game. There's a light on the other side. So get curious. Keep on going. Do not linger in hell, (laughs) right? And don't avoid it either because that's kind of hell also, right? Because then you're stuffing it inside, (laughs) you know, only to come out later in some other way. So instead, get curious. Pull up your big person pants (laughs) and ask yourself, what would love do here? Yeah. (laughs) 
I sometimes ask, what would Atticus Finch do here? (laughs) You know, the dad from To Kill a Mockingbird. He always seemed to have the good sound answer, you know, and it always seemed to come straight from the heart. Like you couldn't argue with that guy, you know, (laughs) what would Atticus do? Yeah. Conflict is actually a doorway to self-discovery. And so is pain. And so is intense emotion. It's all a teacher. But you're going to miss the lesson if you run and hide. So don't avoid it or call it names or fight it or try to wish it away. That's not why it's here. It's here and it's pushing your buttons Because it wants to get healed in you. It wants to get healed in you. And it's going to keep revisiting you in different ways until you heal it. Believe me, I am talking from experience here, honey. I am. I could tell you some stories. And I will. (laughs) Yeah. So there's something to be learned here that's going to free you. And your ego would tell you to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, and you know why. But love says, bring it on, darling. Let's get into it. (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going to be, at first, terribly uncomfortable, maybe. (laughs) But it's going to feel so much better on the other side of it. I promise you that. Blessed be. If you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me, you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.